You are listening to Bitcoin, Blockchain and the Technologies of Our Future with Naomi Brockwell. Data brokers know a lot about us. What do I mean by data brokers? I mean the businesses that specialize in collecting huge amounts of data about people, processing and enhancing it, and then reselling it to others. The tentacles of these data brokers are all around us. They're silently harvesting any information that they can find. They purchase information that they can't find, ingest data breaches, scrape social media, employ third-party trackers. They use AI to analyze everything they collect so that they can infer more information about us. Then they compile it all into databases, allowing others to pay a few pennies to sift through the most private and sensitive areas of our lives. The sheer amount of information collected about each of us is alarming. On our videos, we often get comments like, no one cares about you or your data. I really wish that were true, but the reality is that data brokers care a lot. They get paid handsomely for it, and they collect as much of it as they can. But while data brokers know so much about us, what do we know about them? very little. They usually go out of their way to stay under the radar. You've probably never even heard of most of the companies collecting information about you. In this video, I want to pull back the curtain a little on one of the largest players in this industry. I'll show you what kind of information they have in their enormous databases about you and who can access it. It's important that we realize how easy searching through our private lives has become. And hopefully this video will help take data collection from an abstract idea in our minds to a concrete reality and inspire us to make more conscious choices when we hand over our data in the future. So who is one of these giant data broker behemoths that you've never heard of? LexisNexis Risk Solutions. It's a division of the even larger LexisNexis Analytics Company company, which is itself owned by the gargantuan Reed Elselvia Data Analytics Company that brings in tens of billions of dollars a year doing data collection and analytics. LexisNexis Risk Solutions. It's been around for decades, but recently announced its work with the federal government. Their service Accurant is a very popular searchable database that has partnerships with thousands of government and law enforcement agencies. According to its website, Accurant connects people with public records to help with things like verification and fraud detection. I would say it's a bit misleading to present this as a passive process. Connects people with public records. This isn't about merely pointing you to information that's readily available. You can think of data mining as an involved a process as actual mining. Think of brokers as geologists surveying uncharted territories for potential resources, prospectors discovering previously unknown materials, miners digging deep to unearth this information, and jewelers refining and shaping the raw information into new products that hadn't existed before. Accurant has been used as a data excavation tool for a long time. But again, it's hard to find information about how it works. There's not a lot of information on the internet about it. Ghost Exodus is a cybersecurity technician and hacker very familiar with databases like this. I think that's a clear indication that 
they want to try to just keep it in the family, you know what I mean? The earliest version of Accurant's website that I could find is from 2001, and it paints a much richer picture. Instantly find people and their assets and their associates and their relatives and more, much more. The world's largest set of location data. Search the entire country for a quarter. I feel like the internet was a little more honest in 2001. In a nutshell, LexisNexis compiles huge data sets, analyzes the data to figure out more information, and sells access to this data through tools like Accurant. LexisNexis is collecting and selling the data of more than 276 million people across the country particularly using their Accurant product. They have 84 billion records, which is more than 300 records per identity. And their database doesn't just pull from public records. It's pulling from a variety of government databases. They can view whether or not I have an aircraft, a watercraft. They could see every vehicle I've ever owned. If you were to register a firearm, it would pull from that database. Employment history can be extracted from Social Security. They have accident reports, criminal records, intricate details about financial behaviors, birth records, credit reports, but they also have detailed information trees of the relationships between people, businesses, assets, and locations. With the Accurant database, they would be able to see every address I've ever lived in, all my relatives and possible relatives, possible neighbors, possible coworkers and all kinds of other affiliations, as well as cellular and landline records, and every possible contact detail ever associated with someone, including online communities and things like social networking. Accurant can scrape social media. And they have information not just from someone's official accounts, but you can bet that they know their sock accounts too. It provides an encyclopedic view of their existence of their personal lives. It's so content rich. They are able to access so much information coming from so many different sources, putting it into a readable, comprehensible matrix. Megan Kushik, a research associate at the Brennan Center for Justice, had the opportunity to run a search for her name in 2014. She was under the impression that she had a small information footprint, as she had no driver's license and no criminal record, but she was shocked by the results. She said, The reports listed every phone number and address I had ever been associated with, from my college mailbox to the relative's home where I'd forwarded mail while abroad. Accurate listed the apartment I rented while interning in DC, along with the names and phone numbers of its current occupants. It even provided the sale price and mortgage on each home I'd lived in. And this was a decade ago. The amount of information collected today is far more invasive, especially with advancements in machine learning and AI that can join the dots better than humans can. Investigative intelligence literally has never been easier. Even if someone only has a fragment of information at their disposal, they can use this scrap to then find out everything about a person. And this powerful tool is used by over 4,000 federal, state, and local law enforcement agencies across the US, with millions of reports sold each year. So is there anything wrong with all this information being readily available for people to search through? Especially law enforcement, can't they get access to this data anyway? Actually, tools like Accurant provide information that officers would not otherwise be able to obtain without a subpoena or 
court order. Law enforcement and government agencies have come to heavily rely on such databases. There's currently a lawsuit against Accurant because their tools allow the government to bypass constitutional protections, enabling warrantless surveillance and tracking. What they can do now is just go to a third-party data broker. That way they don't need to follow any constitutional checks and balances. In the US, the Fourth Amendment is meant to protect against the government being able to collect information about citizens without a warrant. But the current reality is that they're collecting troves of information simply by purchasing it with taxpayer money. If law enforcement don't need to get a subpoena from a judge to get information about a citizen, that's scary, it's almost like a loophole. The result, according to the lawsuit, is a massive surveillance state with files on almost every adult US consumer. This groundbreaking lawsuit alleges that LexisNexis has been collecting and sharing information about Illinois residents without our consent. So who gets access to this data? As far as governments are concerned, it's not actually clear whether access is being sold just to the US government or other governments too. And is access restricted for those who abuse the system or for governments that have worse human rights records? We asked them but didn't receive a response. We don't want people to have that type of power. This dragnet power that these companies are using, it's already draconian, it's already too much. And we're putting such powerful search tools in the hands of basically anyone who wants to use them. You don't have to be law enforcement exclusively to use it. LexisNexis sells access to insurance companies, banks, collections agencies. You can be an attorney, you can also be a private investigator. They also allow access to certain organizations. I think people should worry about that. I don't want another corporation or some third party having the power to access that information. Let's zoom out for a moment because there is an important point worth making when it comes to this data collection. How is information about us able to be collected in the first place? Well, on the one hand, so much of our information is hoovered up because we voluntarily hand it over. We do things that publicly leak information or we use services that tell us they're gonna sell our information to third parties and we agree to those terms. But it's actually not that simple simple. Companies can be incredibly dishonest when it comes to disclosing their data collection practices. Many deliberately hide the extent of their data harvesting. They make you click through 60 pages of legalese that they know you're not going to read so that they can say that you technically agreed to their terms. They hide relevant information beneath so many sublinks on their website and make you jump through hoops to actually find out what's going on. And if you do manage to find the right information, it's so vaguely written that you really can't make sense of it anyway. Companies that confuse or mislead consumers or hide information from them are engaging in fraudulent behavior and they need to be called out. And there are way too many of such companies because it turns out that data collection is a huge issue across basically all industries and most consumers are completely in the dark about it. Tech companies are selling this user data that is largely being collected from people unwittingly. When you ask someone, do you want Bob from this company to read all your emails? Do you want your insurance company to have access to all the telemetry being sent from your car? Do you want microphones in your home that third parties can technically tap into? 
People overwhelmingly say no. They don't know that this is going on. And meanwhile, companies are trying to convince us all that we're complicit. It's time to push back and tell them, no, this is not okay. Just because a company calls itself a data broker, it doesn't legitimize this kind of deception. If an ordinary person were to engage in similar behavior, they would be branded as hackers and probably face criminal charges. When big data mining companies collect information on users, it's normal, it's protected under law. But if I, being a hacker, develop identical type of technology and do the same thing without your authorization or knowledge or coerce you into accepting you know, permissions that'll allow me to collect data on your device, I would go to prison. If data is being collected without people's knowledge, that's abuse. Those same standards should apply because it is a gross violation of your privacy. Consumer attorney Michael Rapp, whose firm has litigated dozens of cases against companies like LexisNexis for more than a decade, says it's almost impossible to avoid being tracked by data brokers, and that this is the biggest thing that you don't know anything about. In 2013, LexisNexis settled a $13.5 million class action lawsuit where 30,000 plaintiffs accused the company of harvesting background data and selling it to debt collectors. Then, in 2019, the FBI launched an investigation into a former police officer for the misuse of Accurant. Sergeant Signs admitted to using the system to search for information on friends and family members. The abuse of these systems is unfortunately not uncommon. So what can we do to change the current situation? Some people advocate for better legislation and privacy protection laws. The EU has GDPR, which has had a mixed reception about how how well it protects privacy in practice. And in the US, some states like California have started looking into privacy protecting legislation. California residents have legal control over their data in databases like this. If I was a California resident, I could petition LexisNexis and have them remove that data. The privacy laws in California should be implemented in every state. But as long as governments continue to depend on data brokers to gather information for them, it seems improbable that such governments would impose restrictions on their own activities. Government doesn't want limitations. They want all the power over data. And they've demonstrated this behavior since the very beginning. History shows that government agencies often secretly skirt restrictions on data collection. In the 90s, it was the FBI's carnivore program, which was like an email harvesting thing that they were doing outside the authorization of Congress. Then there are the secret phone spying programs that the NSA were doing that were found to be unconstitutional. And the Snowden leaks revealed that James Clapper, former director of national intelligence, and Keith Alexander, former head of the NSA, had both lied to Congress about surveillance programs. Does the NSA collect any type of data at all on millions or hundreds of millions of Americans? No, sir. Secret FISA court rulings have revealed that the FBI's routine and warrantless surveillance of emails is unconstitutional. The list of overreach goes on and on. They're going to do whatever they're going to do, regardless of congressional 
you know, oversight or authorization. So although better laws may seem like a solution, they won't necessarily protect us. We need to take things into our own hands. Data collection may not be our fault, but we do have the power to take action. Unless people become more proactive when it comes to control over their own data and have a say in whether or not they want it to be collected, it really isn't a democracy when it comes to data collection. It's, it's like a tyranny in a way. Our data can't be harvested if we take proactive steps to protect our own privacy. Take cookies, for example. Every single time you visit a website that requires cookies, you're essentially agreeing to that information being stored in a cache on your system and whatever interaction you make on that website being monetized off server to some third party. If you don't do that, then that is a, an instance, however innocuous it may be, <laughs> that you are making a stance against what information is being collected. Your choice of web browser can dramatically help your privacy. People use other privacy-based web browsers. You want to do a little research on the browsers that you use. Do research on the alternate email platforms like Tutanota or Proton. You want to find out if data is collected. While many companies are intentionally unclear about their data collection practices, numerous others openly state that they don't collect your information. Choose those instead. You want to sanitize as much as possible the information that could otherwise be you know, collected by just making smarter choices with the services that you use on a day-to-day -day basis. Also, take the time to inform those around you. Make them aware of deceptive tactics businesses use to conceal how they're extracting and sharing your most private information. Most people aren't even aware that their data is being used. We're not really focused on the privacy aspect of, of what we're doing and the technology we're using. Education needs to extend to government practices too. There needs to be a very specific address to everyday citizens when it relates to government collecting data on their everyday lives. Most people in the US presume that the government can't collect their data due to constitutional protections. But thanks to data brokers, they actually can. And the more our lives become integrated into the digital world, the more data they're able to collect. Data is the new currency. There's a saying, and that's he who controls the data controls the world. So let's take back this control by making more conscious choices about the technology we use. The future has not yet been written, and we have the power to write one where privacy prevails and the balance of power lies with the individual. Join the fight against the creeping normalization of surveillance in our daily lives. NBTV is funded by community donations. If you'd like to support our free educational content, please visit mbtv.media support and take a look at our book, Beginner's Introduction to Privacy. That also supports our channel. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel on Library too. It's important to us that our viewers have the option of watching us on platforms that better protect their privacy. So the link is in the description. I'm a Bitcoin, staring, I'm staring